0: That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today.
1: What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. More in pitching podcast from pitchless.com My name is Nick Pollock. Today is June 11th. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Brian Wu made his true debut. Not the one against the Rangers. We ignored that one. We got an extended look at him for 81 pitches against the Air- Angels last night. The Angels. Not the Rangers. The Angels. 4.2 innings. Two earned runs. Four hits. One walk. And seven Ks. Twelve whiffs. This was a four seam dominated start. We did see some sinkers. It was one really nice one at 96 that was down. We did see some sliders, but really it was a good four seamer. It's not Bryce Miller's four seamer, but it is better than Brandon Fott's four seamer. And I do like Brian Wu. I do wonder if we'll see the secondaries come out more uh, in time And I think Chicago is going to be a really interesting one to chase as well. So I'm all for going after Brian Wu because I think the seven strikeouts are just showcasing, hey, it's a good fastball. It's not an elite one, but it's very good. And as long as he has something else inside of the tank to really whip out and, and really get a fair amount of whiffs on, and I think the slider is that then we might actually see something legit here for your 12-teamers. So take the chance against the White Sox, and we'll kind of see how that happens. Keep in mind, the White Sox are really bad against breaking balls. So I do wonder if uh, right-handed breaking balls, if we do see more of those sliders because of that, and that'll be a really good showcase of what to really expect from Brian Wu. Cal Hendricks went eight innings, zero and in runs, one hit, one walk, three Ks. He's commanding super well. That's I mean We still haven't seen the curveball, but this feels like old-time Hendricks, though it is like a 38% ground ball rate, which is very strange. I feel like it should be like mid to upper 40s for Hendricks, but then again, he also has the 23rd best hard contact rate among all starting pitchers right now, so there you go. Uh Kodai Senga against the Pirates, we know it's just if the forkball is there or not. It was there. It was a good start. Paul Blackburn against the Brewers, six innings, zero to runs, four hits, one walk, five Ks. He had a variety of curves and change-ups and sliders, all just kind of around the zone, but the cutters and the sinkers were really what got this done. And now he gets the Guardians in 10 days. Next start, we don't want to do too, too bad of a matchup. Ignore him. But maybe in 10 days, that's a deep stream there for Paul Blackburn. Bobby Miller is amazing. I absolutely love Bobby Miller. Six innings, zero and runs, three hits, three walks, seven Ks against the Phils, 15 whiffs. I feel like every start we see something new. This was the curveball doing well um, as he split the zone with sinkers and, and sliders. There actually was some weird command every so often with this four seam around of the zone and stuff. But I feel like Bobby Miller is just so good. Really, um, and he's far and away the best prospect pitcher in my view. Yes, better than Bryce. Yes, better than Mason. Uh, Better than that guy too. Uh, Bobby Miller is in such a good situation in Los Angeles, and I, I, yeah, get Bobby Miller. (laughs) Uh, Andrew Abbott against the Cardinals, five point two innings, zero runs, five hits, three walks, four Ks, one out of. Uh, fifteen. Sorry, three out of twenty-one whiffs on the curveball. Just fourteen percent CSW. didn't get a single called strike on. Is it. very bad. Uh, fifteen over fifty-one called strikes in the forcing seam received. Just get one whiff on that. Hi, it's it's weird. Lots of called strikes is cool, but it's not really the Andrew Abbott that I expected. And I I uh, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to buy in on Andrew Abbott because he get would get the Astros next if he's still in the rotation, and if he is for another start after that, it's Atlanta. And we're at a point where Andrew Abbott doesn't really feel like he's amazing. Um, he could be over time, but he's not quite there now, and it's very risky, and it's just not really like a thing that I feel, oh, no, I'm, I am I'm missed out on Andrew Abbott at the moment. Maybe I will feel that way in like a month or two, but I don't think it's worthwhile for us to hold on to him right now. Ryan Nelson did well against Detroit because he had his cutter working. That was really nice down in glove side. That's cool. It doesn't make for an elite pitcher or someone that's, oh, man, you have to get Ryan Nelson, and I don't really think I want to start him against the Phillies because he doesn't really have anything else in the secondaries, and the four-seamer isn't an elite pitch. But still, that could work. Um, The Phillies are weird like that. Michael Kopech is a very interesting discussion. He went against the Miami Marlins. Five innings, zero runs, five hits, one walk, six Ks. He came through once again. The slider had a 64% strike rate. The four-seamer was very good up in the zone. Here's the thing. Last five starts have been miraculous, right? Uh, Four of them came with at least nine strikeouts, and this one, which was six, so we have 44 strikeouts in five games. But it was a Royals, Guardians, Angels, Tigers and Marlins for Michael Kopeck and here's the thing the next two starts are the Dodgers and the Rangers two proper tests you want to say oh no the angels was that ah maybe but the Dodgers and Rangers oh boy right are we starting him against the Dodgers what I'm saying is there's an instinct of mind just saying drop and I'm not gonna do that I, I understand that would be a silly thing no one is actually going to drop Kopeck after this so fine. Probably bench against the Dodgers, or if you really feel like you're chasing strikeouts in that week, then you go after it. I do feel like we're not going to want to start for the Rangers, and if you're if we're saying bench for the Dodgers, then it's also like two straight weeks we're stashing Kopech. Then, so maybe we're gonna start. It's a tough situation to be in as a manager because we don't really know how legit this is. I do feel that Kopech, with what he's doing, is good, not great. Like it's almost like a he's still a cherry bomb to me where I don't really trust him against the tough offenses, but for the most part, I feel good about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I got to raise him up on the list, Michael Kopech, but not not too aggressively, because I feel like this could just fall out from underneath him in a heartbeat as well. Okay, that's enough on Kopech. Very confusing. Trevor Richards started this one, which is a little annoying, because I thought it was going to be Bowden Francis, and they got called up. But he only through 33 pitches in relief did Francis. 40% plus CSW in both the slider and the four-seamer just... I uh, won out of 14 whiffs on the heater and none of the slider, but lots of cold strikes. So that's cool. I do wonder what we'd see if Francis was actually in the rotation. I don't know. Kind of interesting. Uh, John Barbia uh, hoping for this bullpen game for the Giants, and then followed by uh, Jacob Junis, four and runs, 2.2 innings. Nope. And then 4.1 innings of perfection and five strikeouts from Sean Manaya What? <laughs> uh, I don't want to chase Sean Mania. Everything wasn't... Down. It was like middle and slightly up or like east to west a little bit more. I don't like this. I feel it was very weird and a trap, and I don't want to do it. Sean Banaya needs to get those change-ups and sliders down. I don't like they are not right now. It can't last. Sandy Alcantara against the White Sox. Seven innings, one run. Alright. Three hits, two walks. Beautiful. And four strikeouts. Kind of annoying. 12 out of 23 changeup strikes, which is so not it. Sandy Alcantara is Really, the changeup has been the problem for him this year, where it's just allowed a lot more line drives and uh, not as many ground balls as it used to. That, that's, that's legitimately everything I found. Why I don't quite know, but that's the result. And so I guess not throwing strikes means fewer line drives on it. Um, but yeah, no strikeouts because like it's a big whiff pitch. So uh, I think that is something that can be corrected. Same also with the slider was off too. But the fastballs are just such good pitches for Sandy Alcantara. I gotta emphasize that, like his four-seamer and sinker are just really, really effective. And as long as those are cooking, um, and this changeup isn't allowing all of those, like what was it, a 400 back during this game? Then yeah, things will go well for him. Julio Teheran is like in the most ridiculous Vargas rule, and we're gonna talk about him. Herman, Cole Irvin, Johan Aviedo,
0: Tanner Houck, all of those and many more after this break. Fads come and go That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today.
1: Julio Teheran against the Athletics. Seven innings, one and run, six sets, one walk, and six strikeouts. It's kind of wild. Uh, we know the sinker isn't real. We know the the slider has like a 38% CSW, but it's all via called strikes. He gets the Pirates and the Guardians next. Vargas rule it. Just go ahead. I'm not going to say no. I get it. I'm, I would do it in fantasy. It's just... We all know January, sorry, January, July 15th. There's no way you want to have Tehran on your team. Like, it's not going to last that long. Okay. Domingo Roman, um against the Red Sox. Six innings, one run, six hits, two walks, five gates. I believe in this more. The curveball is really good. And I love seeing 11 out of 16 changeup strikes. That's a very good thing. Sadly, has to go against Boston again, which isn't fun, but I think you do it. And then it's the Rangers after, which is like, ugh, annoying. But fine, we hold on to Tehran. we pitch him the next one, and probably not against the Rangers. Cole Irvin returned for the Orioles against the Royals, got the win, 5.1 innings, one and run, six hits, zero walks, and five Ks. Remember, he was demoted. It wasn't an injury. So I expected him to actually go about 85-plus pitches, 72. And that's a little weird, because he could have gone the full six, but they they, uh, they removed him from it. I really liked his command. He really good going east-west separation. I imagine he'll be able to go eighty or eighty five to ninety or so. I don't know what if they're like wanting to ramp him up or it's more of just being super protective. It does bring some potential haste for a next uh start against the Cubs for a quality start. But uh that seems okay to me. Cole in really nice command here's what he did when he was with the Athletics and had some good runs. Kyle Freeland won five innings of one and run ball and you do whatever you want. This was hosting the Padres in cores. I just what it's like Antonio Sensatella's spirit has gone into Freeland as I am now yelling at Freeland instead. It's insane. Uh, Ryan Weathers was on the other side of it. Three innings, that's it. And they had Nick Martinez in relief. Nick Martinez is doing really well as a reliever, and I still feel like he deserves to be a starter, but honestly, I'm happy for him because he's having success in a, in a thing in the game. So good for him. Yoan Aviedo against the Mets was about a tick to two ticks harder on everything, which is kind of cool, but his command wasn't great. No, it really wasn't. 6.1 innings, 200 runs, 4 hits, 2 walks, 5 Ks. Won't tell you that against the Mets. But yeah, I wasn't really too impressed with it. However, Aviado gets the Brewers and the Marlins next. And I'm leaning start for both of those. Those are not tough opponents. And Aviado obviously does enough with what he does to be able to make this work against the Mets. That it's a decent chance against those two teams as well. Uh, Tanner Houck, 6 innings, 200 runs, 3 hits, 1 walk, 6 Ks against the Yankees. You love to see that. What's kind of interesting is the slider was wild, 55% strike rate, but 43% CSW, and the sinker and splitter, those are the well-commanded start uh, pitches. Splitter got down a ton for outs, sinker was good, um, arm side. I'm encouraged by this, I feel like the slider should be better than a 55% strike rate, and now he gets the gets Rocky Road, which is great. Keep in mind, we've seen the, the peaks and valleys, though, of Tanner Houck, some nights he has that command, some nights he doesn't. And I'm hoping he does against the Rocky Road. I feel like that's a good bet to make. Might be a little bit tougher against the, the Twins. And then he gets the White Sox. The White Sox should be good because sliders against the White Sox. You love to see that. JP France had a very interesting start. I gave myself the streaming victory. I don't know if I should have. It's a dusty donut because he got the win. in only 300 runs and 6.2 innings, which we're fine with. in 6 strikeouts. But 7 hits and 6 walks. Wow that is that is something else uh, that's 13 uh that's a that's 13 base runners and i have a whole shtick on the site about every base runner at a v after a poor quality start and i don't have it set up for five v's because that'd be 13 base runners overnight right nine would be one and then up to 13 it's insane i i don't get it um i think it's silly i think france is way better than this and uh, i won't read much into this yes the red's next in houston i'm for that Joe Ryan went against the, the Jays, got a poor quality start, six innings and three runs. Six hits, one walk, four K's. We're fine with this. The, the splitter and the slider are not developing. I still love that four seamer, and I feel like it's gonna be very good, but I feel like I need to pull him back on my on my list just for the sake that Joe Ryan is very good, and he's been an ace for you, but he isn't. I feel like I need to put him back at the end of Ace is gonna ace because he just doesn't have those secondaries. Jared Schuster, when <laughs> five innings, got a win. So if you streamed him, good job, I guess. But 300 runs, eight hits, and zero walks, which doesn't hurt your doesn't help your ratios, and literally zero strikeouts, not one or two, literally zero, in 15 outs, he got 15 balls in play for those outs, and then eight hits. So I guess that's what 23. So actually, a terrible BABIP, about one third or so, one, you know, 150 or 350. But like, man. That toast is just so dry. It's the driest. There is. (laughs) Because it's zero. Okay, fine. Don't don't go after Jared Schuster. Nathan Evaldi against the Rays. He got the win. 6.1 innings. innings, Four and runs. Seven hits. Three walks. Six Ks. Really, it was just the fourth inning, though, and he was really good otherwise, so don't read into that, and it was also the Rays, so who cares? Brady Singer is still a cherry bomb as he led four and runs and nine base runners in 4.1 innings, so yeah, that's Brady Singer. Taj Bradley, 3.2 innings. Four and runs. Four hits. Four walks. And four Ks against the Rangers. Which is a little annoying, right? Like, uh, even though it's the Rangers, oh, come on, Taj Bradley. And Taj Bradley's honesty's command has been the issue through the entire year. The Rays knew this. That's why they sent them down, not because of weird race stuff, because the command was bad. And it makes me feel like Yuri Perez and Bryce Miller are the better young starters. Even Tanner Bybee, I think, is just going to be more consistent for you. That said, Taj Bradley is above Abbott and he's above Logan Allen, right? The strikeouts are very good. The four seamer is really, really good. Not too many whiffs on the on it in this one, but yeah, Taj Bradley has to figure out that command for him to really take that next step. Miles Michaelis against the Reds. Don't start Miles Michaels anymore, guys. Just you can do better. I know he had that two good starts, but this was six innings, five earned runs, seven hits, two walks, two case. He's doing so much damage for you to chase those highs. It's just not worth it. Mackenzie Gore against Atlanta, five innings, five earned runs, four hits, one walk, three case. Now keep in mind, that's a one whip. You know, so it's not so detrimental. But he was a bit all over the place. And I feel like Mackenzie Gore just does not understand, or does not have an approach, I should say, that works. And is not able to just say, cool, I'm going to do the Blake Snell blueprint. And four seamers up and secondaries down. I just don't believe that that's going to happen. And I also don't really believe in the development of the Nationals. I think we've seen it consistently where the Nationals aren't really at the forefront of this. And any sort of belief when Josiah Gray or Mackenzie Gore came in, it just really hasn't worked out. I feel like we're just going to be continuously chasing this in the entire year. So I feel like you can go after something else instead of Mackenzie Gore. Patrick Sandoval against the Mariners. Five innings, five earned runs, 10 hits, zero walks, and eight Ks. He earned a golden goal here. 20 whiffs, 39% That'd be I watched this in full because I was watching Brian Wu. Uh, the changeup was insane. Uh, the changeup did all of the work here. And the slider was okay. And the fastball was not. And I don't want to do this because it's only the changeup. Or some nights it's only the slider. And to really bet on that one game where it's both of them is just not worth your time. It really isn't. Matthew Boyd did not have his slider whiffs, 3 out of 25, and the fastball precision was not the same as last time. That's why he had those nine strikeouts last time, not because of the slider, because of the 4 seamer he didn't have those. And what you know is terrible, five innings of five earned runs and six hits and two walks and three Ks against the Diamondbacks. You don't go for Boyd. Tristan McKenzie against the Astros, five innings, five earned runs, seven hits, three walks, five Ks. No! I was too aggressive on the list. I know. I said it after I did it. I should have waited one more start before, uh, you know, or at least more time to see, like, the peak McKenzie, if that was going to hold or not. That said, he wasn't as bad as this line looks, and he's going to have a good schedule now. So, McKenzie, whatever. This wasn't very great. (laughs) He had some leaking fastballs down. The slider was hung too much, but this should be better and we're not going to worry about Tristan McKenzie. Aaron Nola has just has got to stop throwing these sinkers. It's insane. 6.1 innings, 600 runs, 7 hits, 2 walks, 7 Ks. Four of his seven hits came off of sinkers. And he didn't even throw a ton of them, but the four-seamers should be thrown instead. He didn't allow a single hit on his curveball, which went 40% CSW, which was his most thrown pitch. 47% CSW on his changeup. Just throw four-seamers. Just stop throwing this sinker. Save it. Maybe for a very surpri- a big surprise backdoor one to a right-hander. Fine. But otherwise, just throw four-seamers. It's a way better pitch. Please stop. Okay. Looking forward to today and tomorrow's games. Today, we've got Shane McClanahan, Kevin Gosman, Zach Gellin, Freddie Peralta, Hunter Green, Lucas Giolito, Logan Gilbert's going today, not Bryce Miller. Make sure Gilbert is in your lineup. And Bryce Elder, yes, against the Nationals. Stream pick of the day is Braxton Garrett against the White Sox. That's a really good one. And I love his schedule moving forward. Mitch Keller goes against the Mets. These are probable starts here, Garrett Keller. And J.P. Sears, also a really good stream, I think, against the Brewers. We have questionable start here of Carlos Carrasco. Brian By- Brandon Bialik By- is actually a really good, desperate play, I think, against the the Guardians, while Carrasco did increase his velocity Last time against, and goes against the Pirates Kyle Gibson, you don't know what you're going to get You have Shane Bieber against the Astros, oh boy Sub-17% Strikeout rate for Shane Bieber this year Brian Bayo against the Yankees, Blake Snell In cores, Louis Varland Against the Ray. Uh, sorry, the Jays uh, Griffin Canning against the Mariners. That could work uh, Maybe you should have put him above Blake Snell and Louis Varland I could see it working for Canning, good luck buddy uh, Clark Schmidt against the Red Sox, uh, Mike Myers against the Orioles, and Martín Pérez against the or Pérez against the uh, against the Rays. And then Hayden Wisneski is in the do not start tier against the Giants. Tywin Walker against the Dodgers. Adam Wainwright against the Reds. I don't know what the Giants are doing. I incorrectly put Maniah at first. I apologize. He started. yesterday, he left yesterday. Whatever the Giants want to do, I don't care. Trevor Williams, Nelson Lamette, Joey Wentz, and whatever the Dodgers are doing. Looking forward to tomorrow's games. It's James Paxton, Logan Webb, Zach Eflin, Bryce Miller, Jesus Lazardo, all in the auto start tier. Uh, I like them all. They're all good matchups here, and that sounds good to me. Probable start tiers, Charlie Morton and Jack Flaherty. Morton goes against the Tigers. you think he would be auto start, but honestly, Charlie Morton's been all over the place, so fine. Uh, Jack Flaherty against the Giants. The Giants are kind of good, and... Jack Clarity also been a little bit shaky. There is no questionable start. I didn't feel there's anyone worthy of the tier. And the do not start is Luke Weaver against the Royals. He's our stream pick of the day. Maybe this works as he goes good changeup's arm side and good cutters uh, glove side. I hope so. Keeping that fastball up. Dane Dunning against the Angels. I think that's too risky. Same with Zach Greinke against the Reds. Connor Siebold against the Red Sox. James Capillion against the Rays. Tyler Anderson against the Red Sox. Sorry, the uh, the Rangers. Tommy Henry against the Phillies, Dylan Covey against the Arizona Diamondbacks, and I don't know what the Tigers are going to do against the Atlanta Braves. But that is it for today. Thank you all so much for the support. Make sure you leave a rating or review on iTunes. Seriously, it goes so far for us. I appreciate all of you who have been doing it. But that is it. So enjoy your Sunday. And my name is Nick Pollock. May your Below, be low and your strikeout's high.